Welcome back, everybody. Uh, when we last left off after our pseudo marathon last week, or two weeks ago now, um, <clears throat> I think everybody had uh, kind of solidified a an understanding that um, some things had evolved. I don't know that necessarily anything has really changed, but but certainly grown and evolved. Um, it was made pretty clear, I think, to everybody that. Um, at least Silverhand believes that the um, the maybe sitters are probably the hope, the only hope for Waterdeep and beyond at this point. Um, there were some discussions about what needed to happen next and how everything could move forward from here. Um, there were there I saw some some great in character chats going on this week, um, and I think that at least the way I read that we left off in in the chat is everybody is still up and figuring out what to do next. Um, this is the way I read that, if I didn't miss anything. I hope I didn't. Anybody have anything to yeah. add? I think right at the very end when Fala walked mm -hmm. out, she cryptically leaned over to Ellie mm -hmm. and said we need to talk. Yep. So I don't know I don't know what time, game time, we were saying that Silverhand left. So she showed up around uh, lunchtime, a little bit after lunch, and I would imagine probably at least a two, two and a half hour conversation with her. It was a strange okay. conversation at the very least. Um, not a lot was said, but it was definitely strange. So I can't imagine it going very quickly. Um, so so let's say let's say three o'clock. All right. A good afternoon time. Um, but at, on the upside, everyone had woken this morning well rested after spending the night in Blackstaff Tower. Um so that was a benefit to everyone. So are we saying it's the next day now? No, oh, it's the same day. Oh, same. you're talking about this morning. Okay, sorry. Whenever we have a next leisurely meal or are, or are rested, um, Z does have something on his mind. Especially here in the tower, this is the ideal place to try to construct the carpet. Mm-hmm for all of us that will hold the hut and all of that. Now, when I initially thought about that, I, I, I was thinking it in terms of having some of those shards um, available to uh, to crush and kind of use. Um, I still think it would be useful for defensive purposes. I just feel more confident if we had those. I think I would probably go ahead and try and construct it anyway without those. But is that a possibility to leave to retrieve those shards and come back while I'm still here to work on that. I think we could. Um, so yeah, if we're having this conversation, I definitely think, I definitely think that's our next move. Beyond, I mean, like, I think, I think the number one thing is everyone needs time to do their things, whatever their things are, weaving or whatever. But if we need to go get stout because Marin thinks we need to, and we need the shards and we need whatever else stout may be carrying, then. That doesn't feel like a little mini arc. It feels like a day trip, but who knows? Feels like a day trip that'll take a good month to maybe two. Exactly. Yeah, it feels like an in-game day trip that Barrett would be up for if that's what everyone wants to do. Well, I think we could at least teleport there and back or at least to there or back if we have to walk one of the ways. I mean, it's not that far. Yeah. So, Dawn, do you know... Once, like, let's assume we teleport to the mm -hmm. to the place, or yeah, let's just say we teleport to the place. Could can you tell Stout to be there and meet us there? Um, can I mean, he can't call him. 
I, I, when I'm there, I could, I don't think I'm close enough now to really give him any directive. He could obey. He can't disobey the last thing I told him, but I don't think I'm close enough for that to be viable. I'm not quite sure how this works. Um, right now I can just tell that he's alive and sort of his mental state, but I, I don't get the sense I can directly tell him to do anything until I get closer. Okay. That is reasonable. Don gets the sense it's reasonable. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. But I think once well, I'm there, yes, I could summon him, as it were. Well, I do think once we get there, we could definitely see. I think you still have that horn. We could blow that horn and uh, call the elves together, and they might be able to. They might have actually seen this strange bird wearing a vest. That might be something that uh, to help us find him quicker. Z breaks into laughter for no apparent reason because through his mind, he's saying, I need that shard. <laughs> the inner pirate, naked pirate voice just came out internally. <laughs> Love it. Love it. I need that shard. That shard. Well, well, it's 3 p.m. If everybody's got enough magic juice to go do this today, right now, we could always spend the night in Mert's Lodge and then bamf back tomorrow morning. I just had a mini heart attack. I apparently never hit long rest last time. And I was like, why are my spells used? So <laughs> Don has enough magic juice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's funny. Or at least I thought it was funny. No, I got, I was like, wait, who almost died last week? Never mind. We're good. Ugh. Um, yeah. I don't see why we can't go there tonight. That's fine. Because like, Ur- Erky's still here, right? He's still with us. Mm-hmm. Unless for some um, want him to be gone. No, just to double check with him, uh, the teleportation circle at Mertz is still functional, right? You've used it recently? Recently. Um, the last time that Erky used the teleportation circle to Mertz a lot, uh, it would have been a minute, uh, probably a month. Okay, but he didn't. you didn't add anything to keep people from going or block? No, no. Do, do we know how many people besides Mert and you maybe Renair uh, know about Mert's Lodge and the teleportation circle there? Uh, I I certainly wouldn't know. Erky would have no idea. It's Mert's Lodge. Okay. There's no telling how many um, how many people know about it. But the, the last time you were there, though, remember, um, you did get the distinct impression that it was a very well-secured facility. Uh, right. So right. it would not be... Uh, it would not be a leap to assume that there is some sort of protection on the teleportation circle, or it's um, guarded in some way for as if people arrive. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it, I think it would be a safe assumption. Uh, Z, well, would you want to stay here? Or do you want you want to come? I would think, or did you want to start weaving now here in well, the tower? There, there is a lot of setup. Yeah, I'd be. Uh comfortable if i knew it were a day trip and that i you know it's not like a year and a half trip but yeah i think i'd rather stay here honestly to start set up uh understandable certainly in theory it should be a day trip if it's just a there and back we say that and then a cut to a year later and z still at z is still weaving (laughs) black staff and we're still at the no that is quite the setup (laughs) Um, the the carpet is woven and has already degraded. <laughs> no, it's just a mile and a half long now. <laughs> he just never stopped weaving. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay. And do we think we can 
we can do this ourselves, the three of us. I don't need to bring Aiden along or anything. That's up to you and Aiden. I mean, I would prefer he stay here, but I don't know what, I don't think we would encounter anything weird, right? It's I, I'm not going to say anything with any certainty besides the fact that I don't know. So that's up to you and Aiden. I'm, I'd be willing to go by myself if no one opposed. I think we just need to get, we need to get what Stout has. I don't like anybody going anywhere by themselves, so I'll definitely go with you if you'll have me. But I, it's been a, I mean, Ellie, to answer your question, it's been a year and a half since we've been there. And there's been all kinds of shadow things and cult things and who else knows what going on, what's, you know, going on. I mean, I think the actual lodge itself is probably going to be pretty safe. It seemed very well protected. Even Elminster was having trouble getting past the front gate easily last time we were there. So I have every reason to believe the lodge will be okay, but, you know, will Dawn be able to just summon this bird straight to us? Will we have to go search for it? I don't, I I think he'll come when I summon him. That was the feeling I got from what Rune was saying, how the uh, rules of the tethering would work. Right, unless he's in a trap or something. Or in but a I, cave I would be close or... enough, I think, at that point, he could tell me. He would be able to directly communicate with me. Yeah. Well, that's all I'm saying, is that I, I agree with Dawn, is that we don't know what we're getting into. Probably the landing zone is going to be safe, but how much effort will it take to get to the bird or get the bird to us? Hopefully zero effort, but that's where I see the trouble potentially lying. I think we've I'll leave him here. We got a break, he should get a break. Don't yeah. Don't know if that's the right decision, but that's what I'm sticking with. So it's fine. Uh him Aiden? Him Aiden, yeah. So he'll stay, you know, continue hanging out at the Sapphire House or wherever it is that they plan on hanging as teenage boys do in water deep. Yeah, they're not they're not gonna be leaving the Sapphire House anytime soon. <laughs> okay. Go fetch the foul foul. Um, if Marin, you okay? Oh, sounds <laughs> like you okay there. If Marin is at the table. Um, Marin, do you have a? Do we have access to a teleportation circle here in Blackstaff Manor or Manor Tower? Um, so Marin would pause for a minute, and <clears throat> it honestly looks like he's trying to remember if there's one, uh, and he, he would come up with, there is a circle. I'm not sure you can get to it, okay. and I'm not sure if it does anything unusual. That's okay. It's um, I should have enough chalk, so it's fine. So is there a place? I mean, I could literally just draw on the floor here in the dining room. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I feel like I that wouldn't would be rude. Just... I have a feeling that the tower has protections against such things. Uh, so we should leave. I, it seems, yes, I think so. Sorry, I don't really know. I'm just guessing. Better to and, err on this side of caution. So then when we return, we probably need to return to Helms or to Troll Skull or to wherever. I mean, we have those two. I don't know if we have a circle for the Yawning Portal or not. but No, we do. Okay. Vernon showed us. So we have landing space options. Okay. Well, as far as taking off, I'm ready whenever if we're going now or later today. It's up to you guys. Let's go. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So. Sure, you don't want to go, Z? I mean, 
I know you want to set up the, the the loom and stuff and get ready to weave, but I'll help you with that tomorrow when we get back. You know, or if you would prefer to set up now, if that would only take you a couple of hours, I'm not sure how long it takes. Uh, but we have all of those journals that Ander and Marin wrote. And I was wondering if Marin is feeling well enough, if he could help me figure out if he remembers which ones perhaps are the ones we should translate first, the more important mm -hmm. ones. If that way, Z, you're able to set up and then we all go. And if we need to spend the night at the lodge, but you would be able to crush the shards and have those ready to go with your weaving. Up to you. If you'd rather stay, I would understand. I'm a little concerned about what, Barrett, you're going to do when you see the owl. I don't want to see it. Um, I don't. I've never met this owl before in my life. That's true. I don't know anything about him. I, I'm actually not even expecting him to talk. What we were told was he, he's a dumb animal now. So with a mm. dumb animal with a super brain. So I kind of don't expect to have any words with him. Well, then you've talked me into it. I do kind of want to get my hands on the shards to inspect them. I think that's my, I mean, I want to see if, because I don't know that they're actually going to be useful. So I want to, yeah, if I can get my hands on them, I'm, I'd be happy to go. I'm eager. I'm eager. I'm here in the tower. I'm feeling all powerful. So do you want to set up for a while and then we'll eat dinner here and then head off? Is that a plan or? That sounds fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very good. Uh, so dinner is the next step between then and now um, or between now and then Marin would most definitely excuse himself uh, with, with your permission. He's still pretty exhausted um, and would head back up to one of the upper floors. But before that, he would grant you the permission to leave, um, which looks very much like each of you standing in the doorway and being escorted through it, but not all the way. Um, so essentially, he walks you through a portion, leaving leaving your hand or a foot inside the door. Um, <clears throat> he says, I know this is strange, but I feel as though this is how it is done and just inherently seems to know that's what needs to happen uh the i will say also the process of of walking through that that door is um there's nothing about it other than that you know the door is cloudy from one side and the other uh there's nothing about it that that feels unusual um you don't feel like you're changing dimensions or or planes or anything like that it feels like you're walking through a door um but you get the impression from the gravity with which Marin steps you through um, that there's there's something else there. And this will allow us to return via this door when we want to? Need to? I don't think so, no. We uh, still need to knock and be yeah, let in. Definitely. Right. Um, but we could pass the gates of the compound without and yes. come across the courtyard? Yes. That's safe? Yes. Okay, great. Um, you, will, you will not be able to enter and exit of your own accord until I'm attuned to the tower and grant you the, um, but that will take some time from what I understand. Maybe soon, maybe when you return, we'll be able to do that. What, bro? Oh my goodness. Okay. All right. That. Um, <clears throat> but for right now, you can certainly exit when, when you're ready through that door. Okay. Dinner would be a light affair if anybody needs to do anything between dinner and now. Um, Marin would not make a presence at dinner. So if you needed to discuss anything outside of Marin's presence, you could do that. Uh, Erky, unless you otherwise instruct him, will be busy tending to Marin. He's kind of here. Um, and you said you wanted to go through some of the journals between 
yeah, just catalog. Um, if, if Marin is there at any point, just if he can remember or has an idea of which ones are the paramount ones to um, get decoded first. And I would make clear to Erky that the sending stones no longer work. So you can't depend on the one you have. The one that I have is defunct. So if you need to reach us, you'll have to use some, some other means. I'm sure Marin will be able to do that if we need to, Erky would say. Um, as far as the journals, what specifically would you tell Marin that you're looking for as far as the critical one? If he's able, because I know he needs to, oh, I give him the quill. So he has that. Um, but whenever he feels up to it, if he could figure out from what he remembers and maybe attuning to the quill and if he can read them, um, we're looking for the first information on how Ander was manifesting like the magical weapons, how he was using the ashes. Um, I'd say anything relevant to the grandfather tree and then anything he had on like Larlock or Dreslin for starters. I don't want to overload Marin with, okay, you're sick. Here's your homework. <laughs> you know? um, okay. So it would definitely take him because of the, just the quantity of the journals that are there. It would definitely take him a minute to go through and find those specifically. Let's see what he does come up with. Uh, <clears throat> but he does, as he's sorting through them, find a set that that are not his that he cannot read okay uh, and are they i take a quick look and are they in andrew's handwriting and are they the same weird gibberish uh they are and they are yeah okay uh i will definitely put those aside so they don't get mixed up with the ones that he recognizes as him having written yeah so he spots those uh, uh pretty quickly he um he is very accustomed to the errors in andrew's handwriting that he believes he makes uh, it, it is maybe to a trained person, you'd be able to spot the differences, but, um, he sees them right away and, and can just tell this is, this is Andrew's actual handwriting. This is my handwriting. Um, but he is, he's a little taken aback by the presence of those. Uh, he didn't realize that Andrew was also keeping journals with the quill, which is apparently what he, what is going on. Um, and when he looks at the journals that he wrote, uh, he doesn't see any of the gibberish he sees the actual words. Mm -hmm. um, so the other thing about Anders is that they are, when he opens those, they're, they're gibberish. Um, they're, they don't seem to be coherent sentences. So his first note would be, this looks like Anders handwriting. And second would be um, these stories don't make any sense. He would notice them right away. Okay. And what we don't know is if they were written with the quill or some other means of encryption. Correct. Or, okay. Yep. There's a lot, you know, um, mm -hmm. But as far as the quantities, it, it appears as though Ander probably, or at least of the journals that you got, which was the majority, you, you made a point of getting the majority of the journals. I think you ended up with 50. Yes. Um, so of those, at least 12 are Anders. Okay. So you would have those separately. Um, and those are, um, as of now, anyway, you cannot read them. Of, um, of So of the remaining 35 odd journals that are, are left to go through, they the bulk of them is um, day in and day out documenting experiments, the steps in the experiments, you know, what was done, how it was done, uh, and multiple repeated failures over and over and over. Um, the the other thing that's happening though is that as Marin is reading these to you or or helping you go through them, um, it's very much like he is becoming aware more aware of how bad things had gotten uh, in his previous state he wouldn't have 
picked up on a lot of the emotions that Ander was going through. And now as he's reading some of the things that Ander did um, to, to make things work, he's, he's definitely taken aback. Uh, it's, it's certainly a very emotional drain for him. As such, uh, he would probably not be able to get through all 30-odd in the few hours that you have together. But if you will roll a d6 for me. Five. Five. Um, he does find and start to decode for you the story of Larlock. Or at least the information that he has on Larlock. Mm-hmm. The story of what? Larlock. Oh, Larlock. Lich. Give me one second and I will open his journal. Sure. I hope I will. Okay. So, excuse me. Um, So there's a little information that he gives to you about Larlock himself, also known as the Shadow King. Uh, You had already heard, theoretically, most believe he is the first Lich. Um... And the first one to kind of master the ability to do that. Um, so the first phrase that he comes across, I wonder if you had this note. I don't remember if you had this note already or not. So I, I will give it to you again, just in case. Um, hello, that's not going to work, dog. Um, the the first note that you come across um, or that somehow comes to you maybe from your own memory, if you've gotten this before. Uh, It is a note directly from Ander, and it's, I have cleaned it from the weapons that I made from Renair. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Yes. I already got that one. Cool. Okay. So in that note was um, the three words, Larlock was right. The Larlock was right. Hey. Um, The note that Larlock was right, the... The implication there is um, is solidified by what he tells you next, that Ander actually went to visit Larlock. Uh, he was gone for a period of two, ten days. There were parts of the journey to visit with Larlock that, um, according to the notes in the journal, were too harrowing to recount but he did actually speak with Larlock or some iteration of Larlock. And what he learned from Larlock was that Dreslin had also visited Larlock. Larlock gave Dreslin um, a gift, but Ander did not know what the gift was. So that is not in the journal, just that a gift was given. Uh, Larlock would not tell him what the gift was. But what Ander was trying to essentially... um, remove from those weapons that he says uh i've cleaned it from the weapons most of it is in the sword but the dagger holds the rest is um the best that you can piece together with Marin's help a little bit is that they are some sort of essence of dreslin it's as if the weapons that strike him or strike at his creations um not all of them not all of his creations but some of them uh absorb a little bit of that whatever that is and the the weapon what's weapon was he referring to the uh what was it the the so many daggers the dusk blade 
Yes, that one. Was uh, that- we know, yes, that would be the dagger. We don't know what sword he was talking about, but if that dagger has essence of Dreslin, uh, Barrett, you are not attuning to that, ever. Probably not a good idea. Once this is all done, and if I need to use it for the purpose I need to use it for, it won't matter if I attune to it or not. But noted, I have no intention of attuning to it while any of you are alive. So the other note uh, that was associated with this one was that the weight was getting heavier. Yes. Later in, um, later on in one of the random journals, the the reference to the weight is getting heavier becomes a little more clear. It's literally talking about the the weight of what is left of Dreslin that's filling the sword and the dagger. Uh, he says that he each time it gets heavier and he doesn't know how much longer he will be able to wield it. And he's referring to to his weapons that he's been using. Um, it's unclear what he was cleaning from the weapons that he made from Renair, but whatever it was is is similar to whatever is in his weapon. Um, by all accounts, no one except Ander ever struck Dreslin with any weapons. Ander was the only one that was able to strike any blows at all. And it was in two encounters which appear to not have happened in Waterdeep, but he is not specific as to where they happened. Um, without all of the dramatic detail, the other um, the other impression that you would get about Larlock and Anders' visit to Larlock is that he is very neutral. Um, his arrangement or gift to Dreslin was made because Dreslin came and asked him for such a gift and presumably paid some sort of price. But when Ander went to talk to Larlock, uh, there was no hesitation. He didn't keep Dreslin's secrets. He didn't. He didn't seem to be on the side of evil or good. Um, he bargained with and spoke with Dreslin and gave him a gift that he asked for, in much the same way that he bargained with and spoke with Ander and gave him the information that he had. Okay. Um, um, yeah. Go ahead. One other thing, as this is all coming about, I would ask Marin to, if he's able to keep an eye out for any point in his writings where Ander might mention how Ander learned to control shadow magic, but I'm starting to feel like that might be what's in Ander's journals. Uh, I'm not asking for confirmation. Like that's the sense I'm getting if we haven't, if Marin hasn't seen anything of that ilk yet. So Ander's journals, um, they, they begin to swell after the visit with Larlock. Uh, prior to that date-wise, um, I mean, as far as Marin knows, these the um, the journals that that Marin had been keeping predate the of Anders. I mean, there's no date. Got it. Okay. Uh, but Marin was helping before the visit, and then after that, it seems that Ander just took off with. Well, his own Marin notes. was was still making notes as well, uh, but he was not aware that Ander was also doing other things. Along Got it. Um, the, the information that you see or that is available to Marin about the visit with Larlock is very, um, very guarded, not a lot of detail. It's what you would expect Ander would be willing to share with Marin, but he does make a point of, um, mentioning that Larlock, like I said, was very neutral on the matter of Dreslin. Um, to him, Dreslin, (laughs) Kitty just ran by you. Um, to him, Dreslin was just another person seeking power um and larlock's um larlock's age has made him more 
entertained by such people than anything. Noted. And I think, let me just check one other thing quick. Okay, yep. Uh, so that is the basic gist of Larlock. Um, the, I would say it would end, your, your research through that would end with, um, much the way much of your research ends, with more questions than answers. Uh, but whatever Larlock was able to gift to Dreslin and or whatever information was provided to Ander, you haven't found yet, and both of those seem to be important to the tale. Interesting. And then um, why don't you roll an investigation check, please? Oh, you can do it with advantage because you're not the only one there. No mention of a mythal seed? None. That would be a 22. Ooh, nice. Um, so I will say he does get a little bit of information about the grandfather tree. Um, there's a little bit of lore that comes through just notes that Ander was making um, there or through Marin. There was some hesitation and doubt on Ander's part as to whether the grandfather tree really was a part of their family story or if it was just legend. Um, there were notes and doubt on whether or not um, the, the ancient first keeper of the grandfather tree really was uh, their blood relative. There, were, there was a lot of doubt on Ander's part about, um, about his own chosen oneness, so to speak where he was spending a whole lot of time trying to prove that um, that whatever he was supposed to have, whatever Elminster trusted him with, he didn't have. And those are things that Marin wouldn't necessarily say to you, but you could, you would get just by some of the notes. Um, however, at every turn and every corner, the, the result that Andrew came up with was that absolutely 100% um, there is a bloodline relationship between the very first keeper of <clears throat> the Blackwood tree or the grandfather tree and Ander. And then from there, it goes into a large series of questions about what that could mean. Um, is there something powerful about the tree? Is there something powerful about its wood? Is there something powerful about the person who apparently came from elsewhere to take care of the tree? Where did the tree come from? Did those two people come from the same place, the tree and its keeper? Um, it, it kind of devolves into a big, long list of questions without many answers at that point. Um, but it also does appear that Ander visited the tree as well. I think uh, Marin said that Ander had visited multiple times to get his arm fixed as well. He, um, yeah, among other things. Okay. That was one of his hopes, certainly. Okay, gotcha. And I think that um, is probably about all that, that Marion could help you come up with at this point. Uh, he is definitely concerned about Anders' journals and how they're going to be read. If they're going to be read, who's going to be able to read them? Um, it, I would say it gnaws at him a little bit, knowing that there was information that was hidden from him by Ander. Understandable. He also understands to an extent, just because you know he knows that, um, that he has evolved a mental capacity that he didn't once have. So, I mean, he's, he's not blind to that fact, but still... Unfortunately, for whatever, you know, for better or for worse, the, the loss of Ander hurts much more now that he's more aware of it than, than it had. Well, thank you for your help with this. It's not exactly light reading. So the other thing that you get from Marin um, is the quill. He's obviously spending some time with it. 
so that he can use it to do what what you guys are doing. Um, yeah. Um, the quill was on Dawn. Or was what? it handed to me? I don't. I on. thought you. We thought it was just... talked about, no, but it's it, not in my it inventory was. because I, it I took code I, related. So it makes yeah. sense that you would take it, or at least that's what. Was I, it handed to me? Mm-hmm. Here. Sagan? Uh, here. It, it, well, I, uh, I'm saying that it was because the, the session where we divvied everything up, mm-hmm. if, if you go back and look at the to-do list, I said, here's the things that Bar- Barrett found in the mansion, and it's scratched off, meaning someone took it. Like, oh, we explicitly okay. talked through every one of the items and said, who's taking this, who's taking this, who's taking this, and I, I mean, I didn't write it right there, but I could probably go back and search in my notes but i am 99 sure dawn okay if it. you say that then i'll ooh, i'll add it whoops i didn't realize it was handed no okay. yeah and like stefan said it's code related so no that makes sense because i remember us talking about it but i must have completely forgotten then to stick it in my inventory shoot we did that in session i don't at the beginning of one of the, uh, yeah let me okay. I, i'll search real quick and see if i can no, find so, it well, but... I was wondering because then we have at least if it's the ones. That... I mean, if if you say we went through it in the tier list, I'll err on the side of that and say that we don't have it. Then. Well, you still have it. Just oh, we have it, but it's a feather. It's, it's a feather. It's a feather. Oh, technically, it's still a quilt. It's just not a magic one. It um, so what I have written down on August fourteenth, divvying the loot. Don takes the quill. Z takes the hand crossbow. Okay. Ellie takes the scroll. Don takes the hand mirrors. So those were the mirrors that would let us cast scrying and okay. junk into other. Um, we give the shadow weapons to Mert or Rainier. Barrett takes the shadow fist gloves. Ellie reluctantly takes the assassin dagger for and for Aiden. And then Barrett takes the ring and the box for the ring, which we assume is the second half of the Bane of the Silvery March, and puts them in his quiver. So that's what I have written down as to what happened to all those items. Excuse me. Sorry. Okay, I've amended my notes. It doesn't mean my notes are the be-all, end-all, but that's how I remember it shaking out. And um, Okay, then serious question then. Um, are the forks for the Shadowfell material plane mentioned? Because I remember those were, ha- when were those handed to me? No, that was after. Yeah. We that talked about after? the last session. Okay, just double checking that, that those were still okay then. Okay. Yep. Then okay. Because we got the we got those at a different point. That was so when Renair divvied up at a different time. Yep. You not okay. divvied up. Those were given to you at a different time. Okay. Thank you. Uh All so right, well so given <laughs> point, um he is still able to read it. Okay. But there's a there's certainly a challenge. Um he would probably turn the quill over in his hands a little bit and it's an item that he used a lot. Um, it's an item that that ooh, it's an item that he would have technically still been attuned to. Now that I think about it, um, or at least would have certainly had some connection. And now it's mundane. So for him, um, the sensation of it being mundane after having been in his hand for six months, pretty much several hours a day. Um, you would definitely notice a, a few little sparks just twitching out of his fingertips as he rolls it over in his hand, um, trying to connect to some level of magic. In, but you said it is currently mundane. And this would trouble him, I think, uh, regarding the, the rest of the 
the journals, Anders journals. Um, if indeed that is mundane and that's how Ander um, coded the journals, it's certainly not going to be through the quill that the decryption happens. It's all right. It's more motivation for him to figure out how to reduce all of these items. I would say that is absolutely the motivation that certainly Marion would be interested in trying to figure out how to put some more magic back in this. And that was actually a question I have for Barrett. If you're willing to cast detect magic, maybe tonight or tomorrow, maybe this is just an effect that wears off after 24, 48 hours. It's worth checking just in case. Yeah, I'm certainly happy to do that. I would think, though, that things like your glove, you would be able to feel the magic back again. Uh, on that, yes, but it doesn't require attunement. So I don't know if it's a difference in level of magic, but if you wouldn't mind doing that at some point, just, just to check. Yeah, absolutely. When, whenever we settle down for tonight, if we're at Merch Lodge or if we're here, I mean, if we really want to make sure we wait 24 hours to see, that, yeah, that's totally worth doing. Having to do it. Because right now it's the loss of the Nightstone potentially permanently. That's really uh -huh. on my mind. Uh -huh. Well, I wasn't going to say anything, but out of character, did the loom, the, the, the loom Marin's safe. loom, Marin's loom was a, oh, it was in the safe? No, okay. it's safe. It's Anything magic. he makes is mundane. It's not magic. It's, it's just, me, it's, it was mechanical. Okay. It's Excellent. so good. It seems as if it's magical. Awesome. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And who knows what it'll be now because that brain is inside his head and he'll be the black staff for at least who knows what the boy will be capable of but i think um during this conversation especially about the grandfather tree and what ander deduced from uh, his research i think that Marin would probably uh let's see yeah absolutely um not probably definitely Marin would um definitely reach inside to see what he was capable of what sort of Blackwood powers he may have through the lineage, um, specifically looking for what Ander could do. And it's not there. It's very clear that his gift was his ability to build and work with his hands. Um, he does not seem to have the, the planar abilities that his brother had. So there remains um, of the things that you asked him for, the ashes to weapons um, is, is presumably in somewhere in these journals. Uh, but you don't have that that information quite yet. He will certainly look at it while you're gone um, if he has the capacity to do so. Mm -hmm. But it might take him a day or two to get through the rest of the journals. Well, we'll be back way before that. We're gonna be we're gonna be back for snacks tonight at midnight. In fact, we're already back. We already went while we were listening to Marin. That's We've right. Been back. We have everything. I, I forgot. <laughs> so who has the owl in what bag? In a bag. There's a bag. I thought there was a vest. Um, yeah. Figured you would have stuffed him in some sort of bag. Oh, that we was, don't know. That was those other. Yeah, that was those critters. We have not had any interaction with this guy. That's true. That's true. I forgot that. Maybe yeah. maybe we will love and respect him. Well, I've had a little bit. He's pretty pissed. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! All right. So um, I would say plenty of time to to have dinner and dinner conversations or any other plans that you would like to make. So I was going to say, so if, so Z, this is your call, but I don't think Barrett would have hung around for the, all the journaling discussion stuff. Cause he wouldn't have anything to contribute to that. So if Z wanted to go set up looms and whatever, Barrett would certainly have um, gone and helped. Uh -huh. And then 
Barrett would have also offered some items or some things that Barrett has been carrying around that may or may not help with the creation of this thing. Oh. Um, so I had kind of dropped it in the no DMs area, but I had come up yeah, in my that. head with what, yeah. So like there's some things that, like all the elemental vials that Barrett had been collecting, he would have definitely handed any of those over to Z that he needed. Um, okay. There was a vial of soundless river, of river soundless water that he had that he thought if you wanted to dump that in there, maybe it'll give the expanded carpet some kind of, uh, I don't know, like some kind of stealth abilities, <laughs> like it wouldn't make any sound. Um, but the raw air and the raw fey juices that we got from the cauldron could yeah. go in there. Barrett also still has those crystals that he collected from the crystalline way which were flying around in the air. So they may have some flying properties. Uh, now they've been, yeah. they've been inactive since the Fae was destroyed, but I got to believe in this tower or maybe in the presence of Ellie might be able to reduce those. So again, whatever, I mean, Barrett's been collecting a lot of little trinkets along the way. If any of those things Z thinks would be useful to crush up and use in his thread um, making, he would be happy to give them to you. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Some of those, the crystals specifically. And um, Z's got a vial of fey magic too that he was wondering about. Yep. But I, I, I like the stealth. Yeah. And then we've got that air elemental stuff from the cauldron as well. So, I mean, raw air, uh, air juice and yeah. raw fey juice, all of those things together. Make a hell of a margarita. Exactly. Um, yeah, Barrett has definitely not been able to fast travel for a little bit. <laughs> He's certainly over encumbered. Um, but yeah, that's cool. Okay. I love all those little bits and pieces. Uh, okay. We set up, we lay out all the materials on the floor so I can see everything, that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I would say, Marin, um, so. I think what Marin would would suggest at this point is that um, until he is better capable and equipped um, to have a little more control over the tower, he would suggest not actually trying to build anything. Like the items that you have in their current form are fine, um, but creating a new powerful magic item in the tower while you are not the Black Staff or have permission from the Black Staff probably a little iffy. Uh, I think Erky would definitely jump in on that too. Just suggesting, you know, lay everything out and figure out what, what we can do. But, and he looks up <laughs> at the tower. Uh, it's pretty clear Erky has had his own run-ins with the tower, but um, yeah, he would certainly be cautious. All right, Barrett, start putting everything back that we just laid out. All right, fine. Now laying it out, I mean, I think is fine and starting to make some decisions about it. Um, just be very cautious, weaving it. So... I guess Ellie would have been doing the same thing with the moonshine stuff, right. but right. in her room because it's a lot. Um, then the question, I don't know if she would get a similar warning though, because it is magical moonshine, even though it's non-alcoholic. Um, it, it would depend on who Ellie told that she was doing that. Um, if Erky and Marin didn't realize, then, then no, there would be nobody to warn her. And I, I don't remember you saying that you were going to get the magical moonshine still. I remember you saying you were going to get the still. 
Well, in my mind, the magical moonshine still is the smaller still because it makes smaller batches. And the main one is like the bigger one at Troll Skull. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I knew which one you were going to get, but yeah. I don't remember you specifically telling Erky or Marin that you were going to get the magical moonshine still. Oh. Otherwise, you were just going to get your equipment. And I'm not sure either of them would assume that you were making anything magical. Well, I was, and I guess I didn't. So I will keep on keeping on, though I haven't made anything yet. I'm just, right. like uh, Z was doing, sorting through things. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Um, so Z, just before we before we head off, what what is the actual approach that you plan for making this carpet? Uh, generally imbue all the threads with any crushed elements um, to set up Marin's loom to evoke my shadow double to help me um, taking into account all of the notes I got from both Mama Thatch. Uh, I think I had another conversation. Uh, yeah, even back around the, the aisle, um, mm. I was talking about about this creation so good okay i feel like the research and development's been 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 you know preparing for a long time yeah uh so what i think given all of the resources that barrett has laid out um i think at some point we'll, we'll we will need a some sort of specific list of the features of the carpet that you would like to be able to do mm-hmm. uh, and i would imagine some of those features will be simple um, or simpler, and some, especially ones based on, you know, um, flying crystals, uh, will take will take a little more effort. That'll be that'll be my project in my two weeks that I'm that I'm off doing tennis team stuff is to have uh, the the research plan Perfect. set out. Perfect, I love it. Um, then we can figure out what what it actually does. Um, yeah, and doing it with Marin's loom in Marin's new tower probably a good choice. As long as the tower doesn't, you know, send as long as the tower doesn't, yes, implode on you. Sure, no problem, no problem. All right, and Ellie, is are you? Did you decide to get ready to brew, or just setting everything up before you guys leave for? Uh, for the no, work? I'm setting it up, like counting and you know, arranging things and making sure I'll have all the ingredients and in, like in the in the proper amounts and such. Okay. But I it, brewing would starting anything would require me to be there for eight hours so there's no starting it at all noted cool and i have no assistance anymore that's true too that's true too uh don did books barrett helped z so i think everybody's well accounted for um at least all the way through dinner that sounds like even longer but okay it's a little longer right um i feel like we'll we'll push it to like eight or nine o'clock to finish all those things plus eat dinner plus talk and plan. Perfect. Um, so the, what remains now is to decide on uh, traveling to Merch Lodge, how that's going to happen, and when that's going to happen. Are we taking a nap first? or Ready to go. Well, head for the heels. Um, but I would put at least Anders' specific journals, uh, put them in the uh, room that I'm staying in at Blackstaff Tower. I'm not bringing those out of here. I think they're safest here. And I don't see myself doing any studying of them tonight. So better not to bring them and potentially lose them or get them damaged. Just leave them here. Good enough. Um, if I can leave all of them here, I will. Uh, but Anders are specifically in a small separate stack so right. that I don't get them confused. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, at this point, you should see the tower as 
your own, except for the part that it will kill you if you do something wrong. Um, <laughs> otherwise, it's at your disposal. Um, then I'm, I mean, just for the sake of saying in session, I will be taking some of the defunct stuff I have that we don't need to bring around, like the sanctum. I'll be leaving some stuff here, but it will be at least in the tower. Good enough. Good enough. Okay. Off we go to the lodge. Mm-hmm. All right. How if, are we getting there? I'll leave that to the people who have teleporting capabilities to decide if we're walking or not. Stefan, you're muted. <laughs> okay. Maybe now it doesn't count. Lips on that one. I can read lips. Yes. Yeah. I said, uh, I said, why the heck would we walk? <laughs> well, we got to walk to, well, we don't got to walk, but if we don't want to drop chalk dust on the floor here, we were going to maybe walk to the awning portal or to the hall or to troll skull for the initial bamf. But whichever, I guess whichever is closest. Uh, probably troll skull is closest if I'm triangulating properly. Um, Without right. actually looking. Let me look it up. <laughs> whichever is closest. We'll say yawning portal. Okay. Let's have a drink on the way out. Nice. Um, so at the yawning, yawning portal, you do have the opportunity to speak with Dernan if you need him for anything. He has not been present for you up to this point at the portal. Is it busy? Uh, yeah, definitely. Maybe we talk to him when we get back. You certainly can. Yeah. Okay. Uh, off to Merch Lodge then. So no chalk, but I will, I don't know, say the words, do the things. Say the words, do the thing. I think it takes, I thought it took 10 minutes. It actually takes a minute, I believe. If you do it as a ritual, which you cannot, I think it's, but anyways. And then we have six seconds to go. To bamp through. Merch yeah, one minute. Okie dokie. Uh, we will put you at Merck's Lodge here. Uh-oh, I lost my Z. Z, where'd you go? On entering Merck's Lodge, um, first of all, teleportation goes just fine. Nothing unusual, nothing unexpected, nothing out of the ordinary. Nobody gets splinched. Uh, nothing terrible happens at all. It's just a normal teleport, which I'm sure everyone is grateful for because teleports have not been great. Um, but arriving at Mert's Lodge, um, it is probably one of the few places that you have been recently, uh, since you've been back to Waterdeep that, that is really just the same. Um, nothing has changed about it. It might have a little bit more dust to be honest, but, but for the most part, it's exactly as you left it. Even the yawning portal had a, a different feel to it because of the vibe that was going through Waterdeep. Um, the lodge, when you were here the first time had a very, um, a very posh feel to it, very, uh, very up, um, very uppity feel to it, but um, still very rustic with fires burning. And as you arrive in the lodge, um, the fires in the fireplace all spark to life, and you can even get the smell of the dust that was sitting in the fireplace as it burns. Um, yeah, that rancid just a moment. The heat just kicked on for the first time. Smell. <clears throat> um, so you get that, and uh, you know it's been a long time since you've been here, but it there is a little bit of comfort in that nothing seems to have changed. Um, and I would say probably almost instantly. I'm assuming Don would would at least um, even subconsciously mentally reach out hmm. to the trees for the owl. And um, are you getting our new tokens? Yeah, they don't fit. Yeah, in. yeah, oh, that's like all super old. Yeah, because this is like. <laughs> Oh. The only thing that changed was ourselves. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We've been through a lot. Been through a lot. There we go. 
Thank you for doing that. Um, oh, I should share that, I suppose. Oh. Well, because I would expect, I would think now that I'm closer, the connection would also feel a little different. Maybe. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm absolutely. Like oh, to the bird. I thought you were talking about to Lodge. No. I'm like, I'm actually connected to it. But. Okay. Sharing that screen. Link. Share. There we go. Uh, remember this? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, the, the connection has definitely changed. You, there's a much more communicative connection. Although nothing is reaching out to you. Um, it's just, I don't know, it's just there more. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a, not a, not two way communication yet. Okay. Um, if we land, I'll just take a habitual, whoops, Ellie's in the wrong spot, a habitual step back. Uh, and I think out stout. <laughs> okay. Um, you get a very confused response. Um, it is not, I wouldn't necessarily say it's language. It's a familiarity. And then right behind that familiarity comes annoyance. Um, uh, but yes, stout is definitely there. Um, you do not, you don't get an actual verbal response other than just the emotion of him being there. But based Um, on what I'm feeling, no words are needed. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So, uh, uh, as far as location, he's not close. Um, he's he's a good, probably mile away. I would say at this point, okay. he's not right on the ground. Okay. Um, can I gauge what direction he's in? He is to the west toward Waterdeep. Okay. Um, so I'd say, like, yeah, he's alive and he's pinging about a mile west of us. Um, and I'll think, I'll, I'll think the summoning, like, come. Come to me. (laughs) Yes, basically. Uh, Um, Yeah, Uh, you would get the sense that he's approaching, certainly. Okay, and then I'd say this is this feels like a drone. He's headed this way, Uh, and I will. I'll I'll step outside. I'll go outside. Where's Uh, the front door? That way. Yep. So stepping Uh, onto the porch. So, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is really your first trip outside of Waterdeep since coming back? This is the only trip so far Sorry. since getting to Waterdeep. Yep. Um, and it's nighttime, so it's 11, 11.30. So that's a good question. I mean, the only other time that we were outside of Waterdeep was when we first, first arrived, mm-hmm. right? In the cemetery, but... Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I would say... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, Barrett would exit too, but he's definitely going to hold back and like not get close because he recognizes this is you know don's meet cute with his new uh familiar <laughs> and so but he's just there because he doesn't like the idea of anybody being around by themselves um yeah ellie would stay inside but watch through the window i don't know z where you would like to be yeah watching at the window sounds good this is such a weird scene <laughs> we're like right <laughs> never see him um so Don and Barrett, if you could both roll perception checks for individual. Um, may I flip for my 19? And because it's nighttime, I would think that anything that's alive, I would be able to see more easily if it's glowing. 
Oh, thank you for mm. out to 120 feet. Very, very, very Hopefully, very. my next words aren't Barrett. We're surrounded. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, okay, so you are a little bit surrounded, and this is probably the first time, other than rats and vermin, that Don would notice. Um, you can see because remember, uh, Mert's Lodge is tucked inside of woods. Um, it's in a, a small, barely a clearing, um, and yeah. Uh, I'm so glad you brought that up. Don would be able to see the unexpected volume of creatures that are in the woods at night. Um, it's not something that many people ever see because they're nocturnal creatures. You don't see them at night, that kind of thing. And I think Don would have always known that there were creatures in the woods at night, but would be um, shocked to realize that how many there really yeah. are. Um and and there would be a sense, I think, of of being surrounded. Um, however, among them, uh, there is one glimpse of one blue something. Oh no! What the hell <laughs> is a blue something? It's a blue something. So uh, nineteen. Yep. No, it's a blue something. So it's it's quite a ways away. It's right at the edge of your vision. And 19, um, I would say it uh, it doesn't appear to be a, a physical creature. and It doesn't have legs and feet and eyeballs and ears and those sorts of things. It's much more amorphous than that. Uh, and it fades fast. So, um, you know, fog on a breeze, dust on a wind. Mm. Um, okay. And it's just right at the edge of... Of where Don's looking. Okay, so De- Barrett would definitely see me. I would absolutely tense for half a second and like look over there. Uh, I wouldn't make a move towards it because I, I I would think still seeing everything else that's still kind of like new. Uh, but I would say and uh, something blue just flashed right over there. Some foggy thing. But I saw that blue again. The the blue blue. Yes. And there's, I mean, I'm seeing quite a lot of creatures, frankly, but there was definitively that blue again. Anything particularly dangerous that you're seeing? Uh, no. All right, then I'm going to check it out. Barrett casts, not casts, but invokes his, uh, his, uh, aural sight so that he could see, basically see invisible and whatever creatures within 15 feet. Barrett, keep in mind I can't I can't see properly in the dark. All I can see are the lights. So I, I understand. Don't... Just give me a vector and Barrett will start to head head right down the path that Don recommended. And okay. I will also take one step to the side to just like watch Barrett, but I will also look down to make sure I don't step on any bugs. <laughs> so... Yeah, no, you're pretty safe with the bugs. Okay, uh, this is so weird. Pretty safe with the bugs. But, but it is astounding the number of creatures. I mean, like ants and, and roly-polies are probably yeah. small to actually see a glow from. I mean, that, yeah. you know, they're, they're what, a, a thousandth of a hit point in these sorts of creatures. So not a lot of glowing. Um, but the mammals and birds in the trees, yeah. under the forest cover, uh, it's, it's a lot. I mean, it would be a lot for, for Don to take in, I think. Uh, so two things. First, as... Don, as you step aside, um, I will say that you also notice a uh, a smell on the wind 
that does not, um, you've been in these woods before, you've been in lots of woods before. Um, there's usually that, that kind of warm earthy smell to the woods. Um, and that is, is definitely missing. There's an acridity to it that is almost, almost smoke. Um, like, but not a, not a pleasant campfire or cooking fire smoke. Um, you know, like uh, for us, it would be like the smell of plastic burning. Um, okay. very faint. Um, and, and Barrett, you will notice it when you're done paying attention to the, the glowy thing. Okay. But as of right now, you're paying attention to the glowy thing. So, uh, um, I would just say that upon watching Barrett start walking towards the woods and Don now staying there, Ellie would come outside since there's a little bit of room as well. Okay. Um, Ellie, you would definitely notice it as well as much time as you spent walking through places like this. The smell, I mean. Uh, Barrett, running toward the the place. Um, yeah, ahead. so can I tell you what my intention is? I'd love to hear your intention. Yeah. So my intention is not so much to like go attack or trample or whatever this thing, but to get out to roughly where Dawn... I mean, I'm assuming Barrett's... We've lost our eye bones, so Barrett will just kind of be calling as softly as he can but still i mean not like screaming screaming you know back and forth but trying to get out to where the thing was and obviously looking for it trying to notice anything so i guess a perception or investigation would be in order but basically he wants to mark the spot okay so he'll probably take an arrow out and plant it in a tree or tree trunk or something so that tomorrow morning in the light we can actually come back and look see what we can see but that, that's that's my intention. So quickly, briskly moving there, but not like at a dead run, you know, just, so just roll, trying to get there. Survival check for me, please. All right. Survival. That would be a whopping 10. A 10. Okay. So I will say um, between, it's only 120 feet. That's how far Don can be. So it's not, yep. it's not like you're going half a mile. Um, between Don's instructions and your ability to follow them, I would say you're pretty close to where where Don thinks he saw something. Um, yep. So you you certainly are able to mark it. I would say there's nothing obvious to you, even with the oral sight, there's nothing obvious to you in that particular area. Nothing unusual or out of sorts that you know. Since, since he's got that blind sense up, can he see more creatures around that area or less creatures around that area than as he was passing his way there? I mean, like, is the place just devoid of life? Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, devoid of life is probably too strong of a term. Uh, okay. But there was definitely something here. The smaller rodents, which you can hear, um, almost even feel internally, feel them moving around you. Uh, I have definitely cleared... Uh, roughly a two foot radius around where you think um, I would say adding the blind sight, you would feel like you're in the right spot. Okay. Um, it would be, yeah, it would feel like it. Okay. Well, again, he's not particularly trying. I mean, obviously he's going to look up, he's going to look around, he's going to, you know, but in the dark and it's not really our main mission right now. He just wants to have a way to come back here in the morning and find this place. So if there's, nothing else to be seen or heard here, then he'll carefully make his way back. Um, I, I would say if you wanted to to throw an investigation check here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I want to do that. So he'll take the little monocle. Oh, yeah. If I can get it to roll. He's like, 
There we go. That's better. Woods 22. In the woods over there. Yeah. yeah. Into the woods. Into the woods. Um, into the home before woods. dark. With a 22, I would say Devin. Um, with a 22, I would say Devin. No, with a 22, I would say um, it probably takes a minute because the thing that that you discover is actually a little bit out of the circle. Um, and what you discover is a carcass of a rabbit. Um, it has been opened and consumed. Uh, all the entrails and easy meat is gone from the inside of the rabbit. And it is still warm. I mean, this just happened. Does it look like it has been like ripped open with claws or cut open more of the way someone, a human or a creature, a sentient creature would butcher it? Like, does it look like it's been butchered or does it look like it's just been ripped open with claws and definitely not butchered? Gobbled. Not yeah. butchered. Okay. Uh, probably hard to tell what, what has ripped it open. Um, claws, teeth, whatever. Yeah. But, but it was not a dagger. Okay. Um, he will. It's not a particularly big rabbit for the, yeah. you know, um, just to give you an idea, probably uh, not quite a, a baby, but but certainly not a full grown thumper. Um, you know, maybe a little bit larger than I don't know, say a guinea pig, a little bit bigger than that, probably. Like those field rabbits, like the really cute ones that still have the big ears, or was in the end that awkward, thing. you know. Teenage the, stage, the right? Teenage bunny stage. His yeah. feet were really big. Okay. Uh, Barrett will go ahead and definitely shape. stick another arrow in the ground right there next to it. I want to pick it up and move it, but it might not be here in the morning. But all right. Uh, yeah. So he'll make his way, make his way back. Okay. Uh, on your way back, probably is when you would notice that smell, um, that, that strange acridity that's kind of creeping through the air. Um, nothing in particular appears to be the source. It's not any stronger in one direction or the other. Uh, it's just kind of a low level, hmm, this doesn't smell right kind of situation. When you say that it's not stronger in one direction or the other though, then it's like it's hovering around us. It's not coming on the wind. Correct. Yeah, well said. It's not, it's, it's almost like that, that, that earthy, comfortable smell of the woods has been replaced by this so it's it's ubiquitous it's everywhere oh. um did you get him no saw it last two Ugh. anyways <laughs> i feel um, like if ellie would make any sort of a face i would ask like can you can you smell that that's not just yeah no i i don't i don't know um can i go down to the like the ground the dirt and see if it's coming straight out of the ground here um it so there is a um the dirt has a scent to it you can tell this this smell is in the dirt, but it's not necessarily coming out of. It. It's not like it's particularly stronger in the dirt than anywhere else. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what. If I would I recognize it? <laughs> okay, I don't know what that is, uh, but it is wrong and not normal. What were you, Barrett, doing out in the woods? Yeah, so Barrett arrives back and relays all the info about the uh that it seemed like all of the small rodents whatever around that space had moved out and then i circled around a little bit and found the carcass of a rabbit probably a juvenile one of some sort it had definitely been opened and all the meat and the entrails had been consumed the carcass was still warm so i kind of 
got the feeling that whatever the blue entity was was what did this, but I don't have a I don't have any evidence to that fact. It's just my feeling. But I did mark where the spot where the carcass is and the general area. I stuck a couple arrows around so that tomorrow morning if we're still here, if we want to go back and check it out a little more thoroughly in the light, we could do that. But Dawn, when I got there I didn't I didn't feel or mm-hmm. detect anything directly. There was a blue thing? Yeah. Uh for half a second, but it didn't have it was really it was just a flash of blue is the best way I can describe it. It didn't have a form that I could tell. It just sort of wisped away for the best description I can think that didn't have any like sense of build or anatomy I could refer back to, like, oh, it looked like a person or it looked like a predatory animal of some sort. It was just there and then gone like a flash. Sure wasn't um, willow wisps or something. I don't know if they exist in these woods, but I don't think it was that. I mean, right. It just looked like a flash of the color, like if you took a scarf and flicked it, sort of. It, it... We are talking the same blue that you experienced to that um, person in water deep end. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, no, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mistake it at this point. I know it when I see it. I mean, it's still on me. It's weird. Um, Barrett, when you. Oh, wait, who was going to speak? Go ahead. No, no, that's change the subject a little bit. So if you have another question. Well, I was just wondering if there's any, if you've noticed any pattern. I mean, is it just those two? We have no, you have no pattern for what the blue really means yet? No, I don't. I mean, the one thought was that it might be something Dunamancy related, just because when Kelvin pointed out the fact that I had the blue on me. He said I had a dunamantic quality, but that could have been the magic that displaced me for that time. I don't know if that necessarily has anything to do with the color. Okay. Um, I I don't know. Um, Barrett, when you came back, well, when you were out in the woods, did you do you smell this smell that we are all smelling? Yeah, I, I honestly, I was a little focused on the way out there. And while I was searching, but kind of as soon as I had planted the last arrow and had been looking around a little bit more to head on back here, I, I definitely noticed the smell. It, it seems to be out there, too. It is out in the woods as well? At least out where I was. Mm-hmm. Were there mushrooms uh, growing here in vast quantities, or was that closer to Nightstone? That was no stinky dragon. Yeah, I think that was closer to Nightstone. Does it yeah, smell like... In Nightstone. Does it smell, it smell like stinky yeah. dragon magic? Yeah, the the stinky dragon Deldregs, stinky green dragon magic. Mm, I'd say it has a hint of it. Mm. It has like an acidic after smell. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm getting <laughs> essence of acid. <laughs> um, maybe we call uh, call uh, Stout. Do we know his name is Stout? I don't know. Maybe we call. Oh Stout. no, I think we would all know that. As soon um, as uh, possible, then, because... Oh, he's on his way. Yeah, he is okay. He is coming. Um, and just no. while we're standing here waiting, just for the heck of it, I would like to see if the eye reacts to anything around us. I will summon that. Uh, to see if the eye reacts to anything around Yes, you? I know it'll react to me, but I want to make sure that nothing around us is, like, rotting shadow liches or something, you know, if it doesn't... Um... That's a really good question. Oh, great. That's a really bad answer. Um, a 10. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst role. Anything um, is better than that. I would say, 
I would say there is a a low level presence. Um, it's not. There's no bowl of shadow somewhere. There's mm-hmm. no dragon over your shoulder. Um, it is enough that I think Don would be made un. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Actually, I think Don has felt it before. Um, it's more like an echo. Uh, yes, or- I have. Yep, vestiges. Yeah. That it's more that when shadow was here, but yeah. yep. That's funny because that's exactly how I first got this was attempting to see if I could sense after after shade. Okay. Um, after so, shade. So <laughs> while we're, I'd say, you know, while we're all I'm here, um, you can sense when people have a five o'clock shadow. <laughs> 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 um, I'd say I, I'm feeling shadow has been here at some point. I'm getting like an echo. Um so I don't sense it's active at present, but it's enough of the afterthought of it to make me uneasy. So just pay attention <laughs> to your surroundings. Dawn, um, is it? Oh dear, me, I feel. Is it anything like? I mean, I I assume that since the shadow cloud went away in Waterdeep, there's been like a lingering echo effect there as well, or maybe not. I mean, is it? Are you saying it's stronger or weaker than that? It's definitely weaker. Yeah, it's this. What does it feel like? Something that was shadowy sort of passed through. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. that's the feeling I'm getting. Okay, so no, it's it just feels more like there was definitively something of shadow that has passed by. It doesn't feel like it was um, suffusing it like the cloud. This feels like there was a presence that came here and just has passed on by now. It's the best way I can describe it. I'm not getting a sense of direction. Just I kind of makes my skin crawl a little bit. Okay. Um, flying at a speed of 40 miles an hour, what owls, and now I know. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we did, we did math and we were like, if I could summon him from water deep, he could have gotten there in like 45 minutes if he was dashing. If he was dashing. Um, <laughs> that's just hysterical, but he's, he would arrive in about a minute. So it seems like during this conversation and Barrett's investigation, um, mm-hmm. Stout would arrive pretty quickly. Uh, you, Don would... When he was when he was further away, you would not have sensed. Um, the closer he gets, the the more powerful your sense of his existence, um, and and you get the impression, like when he's about a quarter of a mile away, a little less, like it he's there, mm-hmm. um, and he is hungry also. Okay. Um, he would arrive just in time for us to take a break. Actually. And is he a normal red glow? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Every time you pause, I get think about it. I know. No, it's it's green because he's from Meridian. <laughs> exactly. It's a whole yeah. new color. Some things I have to think about, and the fact that mm-hmm. he's from Meridian, I have to figure out yeah. what color he would be. But he's doomed to a physical husk. So he's red. Yeah. Yeah. He's in a, a right. physical body. As far as you can tell, it's pretty normal. So I can see like the approaching red dot in the sky and then it becomes more owl shaped no because you're surrounded by trees but that is such a cool visual absolutely (laughs) okay awesome he just happens to go where the branches aren't you know exactly exactly you (laughs) see oh oh, yeah i was gonna say wait can you see through no no it's blocked it see it through solid yeah like if if when barrett was like going behind trees and stuff that was interrupting a line of sight yeah okay but dang, it's kind of useful to be able to see things out that far, but it's also really unsettling. Indeed, I would imagine so. I would mm-hmm. imagine. I keep struggling with that. Out of game, I keep... I like. I would think that a life cleric would absolutely... Okay, but first, we have to save the world. Fund ourselves right. to buy the okay. merchandise for ourselves. Yeah, 100%. 
Do you realize uh, how exclusive of a club we have right now? Like this it's is, it's hard to get into this club. I mean, is it worth it? Really the club, yeah. the goal ball club. Excuse me. Yep. It really is. Um, Scout arrives <laughs> <laughs> back from his pickleball game. <laughs> just just flew in from his pickleball game. Um, it does sound like a Meridian sport. Let's yeah. be real. Kind of does. But it they does. actually use a real pickle. And, and yes. um, pickle and chicken uh, sounds like a place in Meridian for sure. Um, anyway, so moving on. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Stout arrives and he's hungry and annoyed because um but he does not come all the way down out of the trees you can see the red glow on him he is um probably i would say outside of your regular vision or ability to see uh number one he's now so um so barrett i would say even with your true sight or blind sight rather he is just faded by now so and is only it's on last a minute and it's only 15 feet away so it would be gone Well, if it were still there, it was still would have been hard. It still would have been hard to see him, um, hear him because he's not. so. Uh, but he doesn't come all the way down, so he's he's probably about ten feet deep into the canopy and um, up in a tree. He's not flying down to you, or he has mm-hmm. not flown down to you. What's okay. His... <laughs> what say? What's his deal? Why is he in the tree, not coming down? Uh, I... I don't know. Um, so f- for me, I think all I would be able to see is just his silhouette. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so I feel like there'd be a sense for me to him of like, I kind of need you to come down here, but I will move forward a bit. Um, and then I will mentally kind of poke at him to see if he, if I get the sense that he's injured or belligerent or something's wrong. Um, he is uh, probably all of those things. Funny that you and something. Um, <clears throat> he comes down. He would eventually come down to you. Arm, but he's still yeah, so can... still not eager about the arm thing. Um, yeah, eventually make it there. Um, if it helps him, I would be like <laughs> just a little thing. <laughs> it's uh, awkward for both of us, though. <laughs> but he is he is injured. It looks okay. older. Um, he's not. Like he's not currently actively bleeding, uh, but you can see some some missing feathers, um, so plenty of ruffled feathers because he's stout. Um, but he he definitely has had an injury of some sort. It looks, I mean, it's hard to tell what the source was, but he de- he definitely has an injury. Um, as far as as belligerent, uh, yes, he is that too, and he is. You get the sense that he is landing on your arm purely by some sort of inner command not any whatsoever uh he's not interested in being on your arm he's not interested in being anywhere um but nonetheless he has arrived and is on your arm and is he wearing a certain vest he is wearing a certain vest but it is worse for the wear um it looks pretty okay rough. Uh, i would say injuries were seem to have um, done a toll on on the vest as well yeah okay uh i would say everyone uh, let's get inside he's got he's got the vest but we should go indoors Go and then I will awkwardly stand here waiting yeah. to see if Ellie goes in first. <laughs> no, I was gonna say I um I actually want to do like one last uh perception check. So I can't move myself right now. Um, but I would move out of the way of the door then for is here okay for you for now? Yeah, yeah. Just like enough enough gotcha. of, uh, to be in the spot to actually do one. 
the joy of the the minutia of the ministrations that this um, not being within five feet of each other has caused is just blissful. You just don't know. Um, okay, what are you doing, Ellie? Another perception check? Is that what you're doing? I mean, not another perception check. My first perception check. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just to just to make sure like there wasn't anything watching us or anything following Stout as we as he came closer. The smell of the soil is still weird to her, so. The smell of the grease paint, roar of the crowd. The smell of the crowd, roar of the grease paint. Okay. Uh, roll. She's hold on. Ooh, uh, plus 25. Ooh, wow. All right. Um, so nothing was followed. You don't get a sense, or, or he, it doesn't appear as though he was followed anyway. Okay. Um, you take a good hard look around, kind of take in all. Um, I would say that there is a sense to you, and probably you alone, um, there is a small, mm, how am I going to put this, um, in the woods, south of where you are, probably off a distance, I mean a, a good distance, there is a um, a very small sense of some sort of fey presence. Several, very small. Um, there's nothing... Like, it's hard to, it would be very difficult for Ellie, I think, to place what it is, other than that it feels kind of normal um, to her. But it's definitely some sort of fake. And um, off in the distance. Other than that, uh, there is, I, I think, after making that connection, she would sense just a general unease about the forest, um, whether it's the smell that's changing your perception of it or um, something else. It's, it's just a general unease. Something seems out of place, but there's nothing, nothing no. that you'd be able to point to that you know followed or anything like that. Okay, I'll remember that for the morning, but I'll step inside as well and close the door behind me. It's nice and locked. It is nice and locked. Nice and locked. And the the starkness of watch walking from the outside, where this building looks so dilapidated and falling down to the inside, um, at, to this luxurious hunting lodge, still causes a bit of a shudder um, because the two are so different. But you are now all safely inside Mert's hunting lodge once again. Uh, as far as you know, you're alone in the hunting except you have Stout now. First thing I do was be to delicately wrestle off the vest. Uh, he would not so delicately say i'm glad to be rid of that um not in not in english but yeah. <laughs> excuse me not in common but it's the so sense of relief of being divested of you might say <laughs> is he saying it out loud or is he thinking no he can't speak remember no you you guys oh yeah it's, he can't talk there we go i would yeah he's i feel like there. yeah i can communicate with him but he is unable for any outward okay just people. make yeah, he just looks like an, a very pissed off owl to you guys. Great. Um, and worn. I mean, there's feathers missing and he looks like he's... Um, but I'll hand out the vest uh, for someone to take and say, here's this. Here's this. Barrett will take it. Mm-hmm. Check for shirts. Uh, Yep. Everything everything you expect to be in there appears to be there. Uh-huh, good. <laughs> Shard second. <laughs> so uh, to us, is the little, is the mythal box like this big? Oh uh, yeah, definitely. Does anyone want a reminder of what was in there? So I wrote it down, but the mythal box or the vest? The vest. 
Go for it. I think we'd be taking inventory. Like Okay. So what I wrote down was we disassembled the key box with the seed inside. We put it in Stout's vest. Yes. We put some other stuff in there that we hope to retrieve in the prime material plane. Tip's knife wrapped in this bandana. Many obsidian shadow glass objects and shards. A picture of the Braggans that Soot made on a piece of tin for us. Pages from Salt's journal, which included the phrase about the dragon thing. The drawing of the circles. Now I got to honestly say I can't remember exactly what that one was. And then the star chart of the navigator and the map of Meridia. So we wow. have at least those four pages. Totally the agree. tiny acorn shackles and key, and then a few other random tchotchkes. So the shackles would now make a very nice bracelet for a child. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Uh, so those that's the things that I had written down that we explicitly said we were putting in the vest. Nice. And I can't remember, what I was do, the circles? Does anybody remember um, what the circles was? That was a drawing that matched the sun imagery yeah. we found in the crypt with the wizards. Like, uh, it looks like an eclipse or something. So we yeah. found evidence that... And also... Uh, yeah. He, we didn't take it off of him, I don't think. Oh, no, we didn't. Uh, Stout would also have the, the little locket of him and Siric when Siric still loved yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. But so yeah. ruined it because she drew inside. So it's now like really dirty. I specifically remember her being like, we need to make it prettier. And she ruined it. So he has that too. God. Goodness gracious. Oh, um, Lord. But That's yeah, funny. I'm going to feel badly about it because it's like his one treasure but i will take that off of him because just in case it can be true who knows fair enough uh he doesn't care at this point getting everything off of him cool um and as they're doing inventory i i wouldn't be able to help myself i would absolutely want to see and if i can convince him and by convince him i expect he would have to obey me i want to find where he was hurt and see if there's anything i can do about it oh okay sure yeah um roll a does he have blood I mean, yeah. Okay, then it would be more. <laughs> um, and this would actually be with concern, not like I have to do anything. Like I am, I'm concerned that oh my god, rolled <laughs> in that one. <laughs> It'll be an eleven, so he won't stop moving. And I've never examined an owl before. <laughs> no, and and he's mostly he just annoyed that you're trying. Um, I actually, um, I am not using my inspiration on this owl. This is too funny. Also, that would be a waste. No offense. That would. No, that's great. So I will say that um, during the process, Don, well, you had a gloves on, I suppose. Um, Certainly. I'm not wearing my gauntlets anymore. Oh, that's right. So definitely a claw or two. Um, Not anything to cause any real hit point damage, but certainly some light bleeding. Um, (laughs) But a couple of things come out of that. The the injury is... um, in two places, there's one on kind of, I guess, the, the shoulder where, where the wing meets the, the body. Um, and then there's another one on the opposite side of the head that I would say they probably are are pretty much healed over. It's not necessarily a scab at this point, um, but it's certainly a fresh scar. Mm-hmm. We'll say it that way. Uh, it looks like probably something um, closed on him in that shape so from each side of him top of the head and the wing that mm-hmm. uh, what closed on him way too difficult to tell um uh, a metal trap <clears throat> a bear i mean who knows mm-hmm. something closed on him in that in a circle like that uh and the rips and shreds of the vest match mm. that those locations 
but also he is he is not happy with what you're doing at all. Um, I mean, yeah, he he wiggles, he scratches, he he does not want to be doing this. Now. Mm-hmm. So there's no sense of oh gosh, thank you for finally looking at my my injuries. There's a sense of dear God, please let me go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let me know never what, what love love sleep spells he needs to cast on him to put him down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no. Batting a wing out of my face. Um, okay, fine. I'll stop touching you. Just just stop. Just stop. Calm down. And as soon as that happens, as soon as you let him go, and he's not under some sort of command, he would definitely fly away from you and roost on the nearest link or, or what have you. Give him a look. <laughs> the only time I've ever seen an uh, animal so flustered is when Aiden used to throw tantrums as Rascal. But what 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 is wrong with this owl? Yes. <laughs> okay. um, yeah. He definitely is not interested in being anywhere. Anywhere? He can be dead if he wants to. Don, mm-hmm. can you, you said you can communicate with the owl. Can the owl actually communicate words back to you? Uh, if he can, he hasn't yet, but I can definitely know how he's feeling at any given well, time. Well, I'm just wondering if he could communicate anything about that smell that we were all smelling outside, like when it arrived, or because it certainly wasn't here 18 months ago, I don't know when he arrived relative to that whole process. Because mm-hmm. I'm not sure that when he left and when we left Meridia, that was who knows if time worked the same way. But uh, I would just be curious if he arrived at some point when things were quote normal in the woods and then something appeared or happened or whatever that things then became abnormal in the woods. Um, I would turn to look at Stout and think in, in words, but like trying to find the balance of how communication works. Um, like how long have you been here? Um, how long has he been here? Let's see. Uh, you would get the impression, (laughs) um, without common, it's just kind of a a known thing between you two. Uh, he's probably been here about six months. Uh, six months, Barrett. Wow. So that's. Five and a half months longer than we've been here. So ask him if there's anything weird or dangerous going on in these woods that seem to be any, if anything's happened significant in terms of events mm-hmm. in the woods since then. And I would convey to him the question of has, have the woods always been like this? And I'll, I'll summon up like the memory of the smell and mm-hmm. the sense of unease, that sort of thing. Definitely not. Um, they have not always been like this. Uh, it, but he has no idea what created it. Um, and he, he has spent his time literally just hiding in the world for the most part. Yeah. Um, you know, he has been surviving at best, you know, hunting as he needed, but for the most part, um, hiding, he's been deep in the woods and has. Does Dawn relay that? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say that. It definitely hasn't always been this way, but he doesn't really have a sense of when it started. He really had just been following the command I gave him back in Meridia to the best of his ability and hadn't, from what I can gather, been paying much attention to the surroundings, except to make sure he was not actively in danger. Is he hungry or thirsty? I've got some dried jerky and some water. Uh, He's definitely hungry. Um, And I would ask Stout if his injuries have been inhibiting him from hunting properly. The vest. Ah, all right. Well, the vest is gone, so... 
that uh-huh. <laughs> seems like is giving him a lot of trouble. So oh, Barry uh, will throw him some jerky. The vest has been making noise, making it hard for him. Mm. Uh, does he eat the jerky? Um, he picks at it. Okay. Um, all right, fine, Stout. I, I say this out loud, but I'm also thinking it. I'm trying to, this is weird. Um, how about as a sign of goodwill, you should go hunt and I will go open a window and I'll say, um, be back in a couple of hours, not knowing how owls hunt, but you know, but I'll be conveying to him. I, I acknowledge that he is hungry and has not been able to hunt as he properly would, which I'm sure took a toll on his physique as well as his dignity. So he should go, um, yeah. <clears throat> he should go feel better. Uh, he would absolutely go at first opportunity out whatever window you provided to him. Okay, yeah, uh, I'll open this one to the side of the fireplace and he will, I guess, whoosh. Yep. Um, you do see in his whooshing, um, one of the one of the statues on the ground takes a swipe at him, but misses <laughs> just for fun. Um, I, I and I'll tell the group I told him to be back in a couple of hours, but maybe that'll help with his communication because I would very much like to see if there's anything that can be learned about Cyric or Dreslin, maybe back when they knew each other. If Stout goes back that far, okay. Um, <clears throat> but we have what we need. And needed. So I guess the question now is how to store it. Um, the box itself that it's in, uh, Barrett, actually, do you mind casting Detect Magic now? And if it's not magical, that would open up multiple places we can keep it. Sure. So give me 10 minutes. Barrett will ritually cast Detect Magic. And what are you looking at specifically? Yeah, this is the... Just all the items that are in the vest. I, I'm curious if any of the items from Meridia came over as magic, but specifically... The lockbox that had yeah. the uh, uh, um, the key box. I'm sorry, the key box that had the mythal seed inside of it. Okay, uh, if it shows it ab- up as magic, it yeah. absolutely is magic. Yes. Um, <clears throat> in fact, I think it would it would uh, resonate a pretty powerful uh, of what school is what he's asked next. Look at that. And is Stout's vest itself showing up as magic? No. Oh, it's not. Okay. I always thought it was magic because it could it had pockets like mm-hmm. um on it was like a vest of holding it seemed like no it was so it is but it's not magic not currently so I wonder if that means we could just keep the box in a pocket of the vest and put the vest in any bag of holding we have because it wouldn't that might not damage it right if I'm understanding that magic correctly. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, like if you take a bag of holding and stick it in another bag of holding, that won't work because they're both registering as magical pocket interdimensional, whatever. But if the vest itself doesn't emanate that magic, do you think we could put the vest in a bag of holding safely? Need to keep the vest then we just toss it. None of us are going to wear it and it's ripped already. And he's not. Oh, I would keep it. I mean, if you guys toss it, Barrett will keep it because at some point, if that magic comes back on, that would be an awesome item to have. I'm sure mm-hmm. that we'll give it to Barrett. A uh, transmutation is that. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, guys, there's transmutation magic coming off of this uh, key box. Um, I mean, I guess we could open it and we'd probably get a big blast of raw mythal magic. I don't uh, think I guess that's how that... the seed worked the last time I had one. Uh, I'm. I'm... Apologize, I had that wrong. It's abjuration. Sorry about that. Guys, I was wrong. Uh, 
I'm sorry, I got my school. Hey, okay, well, the question now is where do we want to keep the seed? I mean, in the box, clearly, but I was wondering if Z, you might be willing to keep it in your locker. That's that seems like it not because it's I, yeah, I really doubt it's a good idea right. to put that large. Really, the locker is mostly for mundane things. Yeah, it's not going to fit in my quiver. So did we? Did we open the box? I'm, I'm no, just... not yet. No. I mean, I don't. I, I I assume the box is not a problem for the bag of holding. You just said it was abjuration, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Don't you think we should open it to see if the seed is still there? Yes. Mm -hmm. You're hesitating, Don. No, I said mm -hmm. I just think. Oh. Oh, yes. See, see, are you with us? Yeah, absolutely. All right, Barrett will uh, carefully crack the lid on the box. Okay. Um, in doing so, <clears throat> golly, a couple things happen. Okay. Um, <clears throat> God, I don't even know how to describe this. So, so the seed looks. Well, I guess you wouldn't even remember it because you probably haven't seen it. Um, this one. I don't think you've seen this one. We as the animals did. Right. So it was only a description at that point. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So a couple of things happened. Um Barrett, well, we've seen mythal seeds, so Ellie, you have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Barrett and Ellie, both your pearl and scar in reverse order, um, immediately glow, like brightly. Um Ellie um eh, i'm gonna type this one sorry <clears throat> you can decide what you do with the information and how we play it out but i'm gonna type it real quick um bum, ba -da -bum, ba -bum. Uh, so so it is still it is still there obviously um and it it is a mythal seed it's exactly what you were looking for and it is intact and everything that is supposed to be about it is about it um it is it is an awe-inspiring thing to look at um, not not even taking into account the fact that two of your friends just lit up like Christmas. <clears throat> don't eat it. I don't recommend eating it. I recommend eating it. Does the paw respond or throb at all when that the seed is exposed? Uh, no. Okay. No. Um, oh, I'm supposed to be typing here. Sorry, Ellie. Does it look like the other seed? Uh, no. So what is? I don't remember what the description is. If there was one. Ignore this post. I'm just separating things. <laughs> I understand. Sorry. No, sorry. Okay. Um, Ellie, I need you to roll a constitution save, please. Mm -hmm. Do this one. Oh, so that was really close to being in that 20. Um, save? Yeah, please. 16? Um, so <clears throat> you maintain consciousness. Okay, great. <laughs> um, you are standing currently, and as soon as that seed opens up, um, you definitely are staggered. You know what I mean? Like, like mm -hmm. taking a step back. Um, not from the seed, though. It is. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. It is um, because of that. Uh, Barrett, I think at the same time as Ellie staggers. Um, you would definitely feel, maybe not directly from Ellie, but there's a sense of um, some sort of, of calamity and it passes as quickly as it came. 
um, you, you feel the surge of the magic, you feel the brightness in, or you see the brightness in your scar. And then all of a sudden, you know that something at some point is or was terribly wrong. Um, and it's just a, an immediate sense from, from not necessarily the seed, but I would say almost from the scar. Almost from the what? Scar, your scar. Oh, okay. So there's that information. Um, but otherwise, <laughs> it's just a seed. No, no big deal. Now, what does it look like? It is. Um, it doesn't look anything like the the mythal seeds you have seen in the past. Um, this is a small, um, almost a gem cut, like a um, kind of an oval cut gem of sorts, but rougher. It's kind of a, a gem, a roundish shape, but it's uh, rougher, and it glows with a really pale. Um, almost a translucent murky white, like a milky white color. Um, it's, it's surprisingly different from what you've seen. in the. So feeling that Barrett would immediately look to Ellie and Ellie, are you, are you okay? Um, she is leaning up against whatever that bookshelf is there, uh, trying to catch her breath. Um, Oops. Is it a continuous thing or is it just a flash? Uh, it's pretty much a flash. Okay. Like still, almost like still images that are kind of pieced together. Um, and then it's over. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> mm, um, I just, uh, I don't know what happened. I just saw that. Oh, goodness. The first time I spoke with Sirionis and she showed me what happened in the fade, it was a lot and it was intense but it was not i just saw it again but um i guess more detail there was another shadow dragon we were wondering what had destroyed the fae and it seemed to be either lythus or a dragon like her and then serionis was injured badly explains a few things um and it was a it was what? I'm sorry, you cut out. Yeah, a lot. A lot. <clears throat> um, so just maybe to add a little bit of what I hope is clarification, uh, this is not coming from the seed, the, this image that you're getting. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely coming from within you. It's as if the seed um, created a, a more powerful ability for you to... Okay. Sorry, right. I wasn't implying that that came from the seed. I was just describing. Oh, what yeah. No, 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 no. I was just, was I was just trying to clarify because I didn't think I had clarified that well. Yeah. So then Barrett's scar lighting up and the feeling that he got was probably coming more from Ellie than from the seed. Okay. So then Barrett would say, yeah, I felt a huge feeling of calamity, like something had happened or something I was getting an echo of something that either had happened or had just had now happened. But yeah, I, I guess, I guess I got a, I got a shockwave from you. Mm. Um, I will also add at the same time, the, um, the flying crystals. Mm -hmm. are those here. Mm. Are they They're in my backpack wrapped in a, yeah. in a cloth. Yeah. And you remember the sound that they made as they chinked through the sky. Um, you can hear that distinctly in your backpack i will point that out to everyone listen do you hear that it's those animated crystals i haven't heard them doing that since we were in the fey oh come to think of it um you and z would also both hear uh the music from the oh <gasps> z do you hear it <laughs> the music from the what from the um 
Calliope. The Calliope? Yeah. It's mm. very faint, but it's there. I hear it. And Don just mends wounds from the bird. <laughs> That's all that Don's like, oh, all these people. I'm just looking at all three of you guys like, does anyone need to sit down? Like, oh, I got yeah, no, I'm, I am sitting already, like on the floor, having a seat. Uh, if you shut the box, does the music stop? I asked Barrett. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and shut this box. So Barrett will close it back up. And the music stops, fades. It's not like a hard stop, it just fades. Um, and the glow in the, in the two of you dims back to normal. All right. Well, I guess that tells us something of the nature of this particular mythal seed. Mm-hmm. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, Damon. I'll do my best. <laughs> I'll do my best to correct you. Um, is that, did that feel different than the last mythal seed in terms mm-hmm. of like the amount of power? Yeah. Okay. No. So it was just as powerful as the last one. Yeah. 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 The, the only thing that is different about this one um, is literally the look. And, you know, it just, it just looks different. It's just taken on a different shape. I know it goes without saying, but we cannot lose this. <laughs> we didn't lose the other one. It's a pretty good use, I think. Um, the bag. What is magic? I'm just I'm trying to make sure that if I put that in the bag of holding, it doesn't mm. look. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're concerned about, like, the planar aspect or, or the pocket dimension aspect of a bag of holding and this box there's nothing about this box that would indicate anything related to a pocket dimension or because man wouldn't that suck yeah that's (laughs) like we're talking about the most one of the more most important items that we need to keep safe and it's like okay i'm just gonna willy-nilly throw it Mm -hmm. in and uh, i would say no ellie i'm not implying that we lost the last one i think it was put to extremely good use and i can't think of any other use for it but the fact that we have this and need to keep it from being lost or taken as far as you know this is the only one left Uh, i mean if we're not putting it in z's locker then i think the next best place is the bag of holding yeah that's fine we can leave it there it's don't put um Stout's vest in the bag of holding. That's the thing in question, not the box, but the seed. We can give, just give this the vest to Barrett separately. I don't know why they need to stay together. Right. We hold on to the box with the seed in the bag of holding. Yep. And then hopefully, if the magic of the vest comes back, Barrett, you have a cool vest. So, is there any of these items that anyone particularly wants? I mean, I'm uh, obviously going to take Tip's knife and his bandana because you wanted me to have them. Shards. Yeah, Z, you want all these little obsidian glass shards. objects and shards. Yep. What other items were there? I don't, I don't remember. There was a picture of the dragons. Uh, there was more than I remembered for sure. <laughs> soot made on so that soot made on a piece of tin. There were pages from Salt's journal. Those four things that I talked about, and then the tiny acorn shackles and keys, and then I wrote down and a few other tchotchkes that were unspecified things that people were throwing in his vest at the last minute. So, I I'll take the papers. Okay. I mean, I I guess I'll take the map and the picture. The map. Oh, okay. I was, the map came out of the journal pages. So if you want to take it different oh. than the pages that Dawn's taking. Wait, the map of Meridia. There's a there's a map of Meridia and then the star chart, if I remember. No, no, I meant the map of Meridia. Okay, that's and fine. The, and the picture of the Braggins. 
I'll throw it into the middle of one of my journals. It's just a bunch of blank pages. I'd also like to say that the drawing of the Braggins is very sooty and very stick figure-y. There is nothing fancy about it. Ham-fisted charcoal drawings. (laughs) (sighs) That's too funny. It just goes in it goes in in the parts of the journal that have nothing because we have nothing for those times. So makes sense. Makes sense to me for sure. So Damon, yes. Barrett still has the detect magic up or any of the items that I just threw in the player handout section other than the uh the box, <laughs> key box. Are there any of those that have any magical auras on them of any type? Just so uh, the glass does. Okay. Um, and Don, I think you would also notice that. What would I notice? I'm sorry. The obsidian. obsidian. Yeah. That it has essence of shadow magic left in it. Um, so this would be a new kind. Does yep. this seem utterly, utterly new to me? Or does it feel like the manufactured kind? Like the kind that fits on the weapons, the kinds that the objectified versus living or sentient uh, engineered is probably a better word yeah probably that okay so it feels more along so I, w- I would say to the group so i definitely sense that yes this was definitively made out of shadow magic and it feels more like um truly like an item made out of shadow magic like a dagger or an arrow yes this is an object crafted from shadow to be this object correct um no that's it i've just read through everything else okay uh, Barrett, while you're detecting magic, do any of my items light up, please? Oh yeah, this is good. Good timing because I, oh. it's been 24 hours now since we had the incident with the uh, anti magic. So, looking at Z and Dawn, is there anything lighting up on them? Nope. Okay. I mean, other than the the things we talked about, right? Like the tuning forks and whatever's. But mm-hmm. turn out your pockets. Let's see what all you got going. <laughs> Everything that went dark is still dark. We'll just put it that way. All right. Bummer. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I feel all naked. <laughs> well, it's just a new challenge, but we're no strangers to those. Mm-hmm. I would say Thank in the you. middle of all of this, um, Stout probably comes back and okay, uh, yeah. appears to have fed. How's I'm going to check in. What's his vibe? How's he feeling? Uh, ready to go. All right. He is following orders. <laughs> he's, he's less hangry, but still just as pissed. <laughs> I'm sorry, Z. I interrupted you. What were you about to say? Nothing. Mm, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um. He is. He is annoyed. He certainly doesn't want to come in the window if he doesn't have to. <clears throat> uh, oh. Okay. So then I'd, I'd ask the group: Are we spending the night here? Do we want to go ahead and immediately turn around and go back to the tavern or the hall? Well, the only reason I can think of to spend the night here is if we want to go explore or investigate in the light of day. The blue. Oh, damn. The, right. Whatever was left over from the blue creature that you saw. But otherwise, yes. I don't. Yeah. Sorry, I just I was about to ask Stout if he'd seen blue and then Don remembered. No, <laughs> no one has seen it. Never mind. Oh, well, boy. My, my thinking for the carpet is now messed up because I was thinking it would be good to get all these items to start. But if, it makes no sense to actually start crafting this item until Marin is actually um fully attuned to the tower then there's not that big a rush to get these back we have time to do side trips or take care of other things because I, I, otherwise i think we're just kind of waiting for i i don't know that i feel good about creating the the carpet while marin is saying the tower might kill you 
Yeah, that's a new wrinkle. That's I didn't. Fair. Yeah, I I didn't know about that. But wait, why would the tower kill you? The Baron said because <laughs> Baron said it could. Because Baron uh, said it, and Erky did too. Yeah, essentially, because... essentially, you all have something akin to probationary permission to be in the tower. Um, yeah. The tower is allowing it because Marin is allowing it, but it's mm -hmm. not. <clears throat> the tower is not under any instruction to not harm you. Okay. Or not I mean, any instruction that it feels like it has to follow. So, uh, the creation of a of a relatively powerful magic item would could, according mm -hmm. to Marin and Erky, uh, he wouldn't like it when he's angry. Um, I would just to clarify that was Ellie asking Z because oh. Ellie wasn't there. But I assume this is when she would probably find out that maybe making magical moonshine might be an issue inside the tower. But that's okay. You can decide whether to disclose that information or not. Because it would be funny to find out. <laughs> Sorry. So just to move the discussion along, if we mm -hmm. stay the night, then I think that lets us explore this area a little more tomorrow. Maybe we learn something about the blue creature that Dawn saw, maybe we don't. Maybe we learn something about whatever this smell is that seems to be around here. I mean, we could summon the elves, ask them what's going on. I mean, if we think that's important, then then we can certainly stay tomorrow morning and 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 do that. Um, if we go back, I mean, there's things that we need to do in Waterdeep. Uh, each of us have our own little personal things, although now maybe making the Carpet is off the list for the immediate stuff, but I mean, we still talked about putting the planar portation keys back where they belong, seeing if we can figure out more about Anders' aunt, that that aunt person that seems to mysteriously appear in the picture, but might know something more about the Blackwood history. We can go check out the Blackwood house and the family records to see what we can find there. Um, I mean, there was there were things to do. Uh, but when we get done with this discussion, I do want to have a discussion about the Shadow Dragon in the Fell, but I mean in the Fey, but we can we can talk about it in a minute. Let's let's figure out what we're doing tonight first. Well, you you bring up a good point about talking to the elves because it might be good to see if their mythal is functioning as normal because the last time there was an issue is that they had that perpetual winter in the glade and now with this odd smell, seeing if everything that they have to contend with and guard is is safe or if it's dysfunctional again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't have a problem waiting until tomorrow morning. Um, I mean, I think we probably should have done it first, but we should check to see if we're alone here in the lodge. And then if we are, well, then we're probably safe and we could bed down for the night, actually get a good night's sleep. But this feels really quiet and comfortable and homey and safe without a lot of other people around my heart. It would do my heart good to stay here tonight, I think. Uh, I, I would just echo that there's there's nothing obvious that would counter, that would contradict what Z just said. I mean, mm -hmm. it does really feel comfortable. Um, just for clarification, that smell is not <laughs> inside the lodge. Like, we're not smelling it anywhere inside of here. It's only when we were outside. Okay. So, yeah, if we want to wait and talk to the RD Bells tomorrow morning... That would be great. I don't think I'd be rude and summon them tonight, but oh, oh no. See, where was that horn? It wasn't so, magical, was it? The horn that you were given to summon them? Yeah. Yeah, it was just a horn. Just a horn. Oh, good. Just totally. a horn. Well, I wouldn't be rude and blow it right now and make them get up in the middle of the night to come find us, but 
Yeah, we'll wait till the morning. But, you know, part of me is I have a perverse interest in seeing the hole where the nightstone used to be. Do that too. Uh, was there anything we needed from uh, the ladies' library that we don't already have access to? She's there too. She's another resource. Yeah, you guys haven't been to nightstone in a long time. In a hot minute. Yeah, I would spend a few minutes nosing around that library again. In at least a week. I mean, it's been at least a week since you're in. Well, I mean, I what I wanted to go talk to the guys, to the monks at the House of Two Hands about, I may be able to solve that in the library as well. So I, if Nightstone is of interest to people, I'm up for it. I don't and think checking in is a bad idea. So we're staying the night. Sounds like it. Mm-hmm. Um, Ellie and Barrett, you're both all right? You don't feel... Any lingering effects or like you're okay? I feel okay. I mean, anytime I get a surge like that from Ellie, it's always invigorating and frightening at the same time. Kind of like being in the crow's nest of a ship during a thunderstorm. It's exciting, but you really don't know exactly what's going to happen when you're up there. So, can uh, Z go ahead and inspect the obsidian shards for magical properties and potential? Yep. Feel uh, the good. Uh, these are the obsidian shards. Okay. <clears throat> uh, so are you doing a full-on identify or just inspect yeah. them? Identify just to know what, if there's anything to, to know about them before. But, you know, the way uh, uh, um, an artificer would inspect magical things. Got it. Um, so I would say, Z, there is definitely something, um, and I, I mean, especially if Don had a hand in it and kind of kicked them around. Um, yeah, fish shadow will help. Yeah, so so there's definitely something unique or interesting about them. Um, they are they are that manufactured type that that you mentioned um, that Don had mentioned, <coughs> but they are um, I would say much more stable. There's nothing. Um, they are there, there's less evil about them. I don't know. They're not. Um, they don't seem as terrifying as the shadow that that has happened. More, they're more controlled. More like they are supposed to exist rather than um, a bastardization of of something. Um, everything that you guys have seen fr- that has come from shadow up to this point has been a corrupting force of some kind or another. Um, even even as Ander created these weapons using somehow infusing shadow into the weapons. Um, it, it still was a corruption of the weapon. Um, this just feels more pure, more natural. Um, they flake easily. You get the impression that they would be ground very easily into a powder. Um, they are not giving off any particular school of magic. They are definitely magical. Um, and as far as uh, something to activate them, it, they're they're too raw to have a purpose. So I don't know that you would be able to determine um but i would say i would say they feel um they definitely feel like they have a a, a magical property to them that that something could else could be done um, okay yeah very much like obsidian shards i think it was worth getting these in terms of the construction yeah i mean i think z would definitely see them at the very least as a a a resource yeah cool while that's going on, Barrett would have fished into his backpack and taken out the dust blade and handed it over to Ellie. 
and at the same time taking Tip's knife out, kind of looked it over. This will work. Puts it back and puts that in his backpack instead. So he's surrendering the dust blade to be put in the bag of holding or whatever, along with all the other evil weapons, and he'll use Tip's knife if he ever gets a chance to take out Esvel. <laughs> Poor Esvel, man. <laughs> Esvel. If if Ellie will take it and put it in the bag of holding, I don't know. That's up to her. Yeah, I mean, I think she'll hold it, look at it for a bit. I don't know if she'll immediately put it in the bag of holding, but it will eventually go in there. She's not like carrying it on her person or anything. All right. Uh, what's going on with Stout? Um, right now he's just chilling on the windowsill because he didn't want to come back in, and I wasn't going to force him, but he would understand unfortunately we're spending the night so okay. <laughs> slumber party and he is um, you're keep, keeping you inside he's what you're keeping him inside with you uh yeah i'm letting him hang out in the yard until it's time to go inside for the night he's right. doing my best to abide by his owl instincts and him hating the situation huh so he's playing catch me if you can with the gargoyles in the yard yeah right Sounds good yeah perfect Okay, anything else you want to explore inside um, inside the lodge? Uh, it is um, stocked and provisioned as always. Um, so food is available, comfort is available, the fireplaces are lit and warm. <coughs> Ellie, it's worth seeing if there's still chalk here for your teleportation. And last time we were here, there were some potions of healing, and that's been on Barrett's stock to be replenished. Oh, yeah. Quite a while, so if we can raid the potions of healing he'll he'll do that yep. so uh, let, us, let us know what we find or yeah. any other potions that we might find but absolutely i think z gonna walk around and bang a drum and sing a song to see if anyone else is in the house just to double check nice uh it does not appear as though anyone else is in the house, or at least they're not certainly not making themselves known yeah i'll have a look at i don't know whatever potential spell components might be lying around including chalk from the last time i think we went he came here um so in the magic cabinet um there are uh two three greater healings two superior and a supreme oh am i crazy did we not buy a bunch of regular healing potions they've been sold out in Waterdeep. Yep. For the war effort, like okay. nothing's available there. Okay. I think you asked for them, but I don't, I didn't remember the end goal of what it was. Okay. Okay. No, there wasn't anything. Um, Mert's stock, surprising, unsurprisingly, is untouched. <laughs> um, yeah. So the, so those are the potions of healing that you've got. Um, as far as your, your components, there's, eh, it's kind of a so so components cabinet. Mert's not a, a spellcaster. Um, so it's not something that he necessarily would have known all the right things to gather. Um, but there is chalk. Um, there are there are no gems of any kind. Say again. There. There are no gems of any kind, at least not in the in the magic cabinet. <laughs> um yeah, and there's at least one more potion, which I will have to find. Yeah, well, I don't know about the rest of everyone's plans for the evening, but it just seems like a good time. Last time we were here is when um, Helm passed the sunblade on to me. I'm going to spend some time tonight to see if I can't 
perhaps gain some sort of audience. I don't, I don't even know yet what he wanted me to do with the sword, but I want to see if there's, if I can somehow get an answer about whether or not the glove is recoverable. Uh, did you bring the sword? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, even though it's mundane, I'm, that's not coming off my person. Got it. You, you just mentioned that a few of the things were left behind. Oh yeah. And I made a, just for DM sake, there is a list in my um, character sheet now, awesome. like the sanctum, the stone censure amulet of the devout that I borrowed. I know Don is keeping all of his like classic Don things on him, even though they, even oh. though they don't work magically, but I'm not wearing the gauntlets because they don't add anything right now. So that sword gauntlets glove with me shield is still at the hall. Oh, that's actually a question. Um, now that the hilt is mundane, do I still have that sense that it's balanced and meant for me? And oh my goodness, I didn't ask you. Yes. Okay, so it hasn't lost like the personal quality. Not at all. Okay. Not not at all. Okay. Well, that's a comfort. Yeah. So I would definitely tell the group like it's it still has that something about it. I'm supposed to have this, but even though I can't use it now, it's still meant for something. But even if this feels like an important thing, the glove feels more important just solely based on utility alone. So that is how I will be spending my evening unless any of you need me. All right, Z, you, you strummed the drummed uh, and woke the nobodies. So nobody apparently is in, um, in the lodge. Is there anything in particular you'd like to do before retiring? Uh I, I'm given that I suspect he lost all of his um, pre-made juggling balls and scarves with the magic lock. I mean, they're they're not necessarily gone, um, but the, they don't they don't have magical quality anymore. Yeah, um, he'll probably just sit down and make a couple of fresh thunderballs. Nice. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's right. Him. It's cool. He can just remake. So nice. Um, Barrett, Ellie, anything? probably just contemplating on all that's happened in the evening okay i think barrett would probably would probably just wander around the place at first just seeing if it looks like there's been anybody else of interest here since we were last here like if anything really looks different um or changed or whatever poking around the root cellar or whatever um but honestly, he would probably bed down fairly quickly so that he could get up early and do his normal meditation and exercise. Gotcha. Uh, there are two additional potions that are of interest, and I will add them to the common room. Um, okay. So <clears throat> everybody kind of goes about their business settling through the things that they're interested in um, before bed. Everybody um, dealing with strange news throughout the day, obviously. Um, learning some of the things that that Ander went through and Marin discovered, learning um, about some of the the history that was a bit unexpected. Um, obviously, Ellie got some information, but uh, again, this is this is the hunting lodge, and you know, just something about it is is still filling you with a little comfort. So, uh, expect I think a peaceful night's sleep for the most part. Um, but the I would say that there is certainly um, uh, I would say Ellie and Barrett specifically for myriad reasons, there's certainly a sense of just a small sense of unease that something's just out of place. Um, and then that smell was just weird. So other than that, I think everyone will have a, a nice evening. I hope you enjoy. Are we all together again next week?
Mm-hmm. I'm yep. Maybe. Out. I'm pretty sure I'm out next week. Pretty sure you're out. Okay. Cool. I'll double check, uh, but yeah. Okay. Great. All right. Well, until then, I hope everybody enjoyed the beginning of a just a just a there and back excursion. <laughs> <laughs> he says with a chuckle. Just there and back. You're fine. You're just there and back. So uh, good. We will see what happens next. Thank you all. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Thank Bye. you. Bye.